Hi, and welcome to Two Sober Chicks. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. Welcome back. This is the new year. It's 2019. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I don't know if I believe it or not. So we've been doing this podcast then since 2017. No, we have not. Yes, we have. September 2017. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's when we did our first podcast. Wow. Yeah, I know. I was um at a, at a doctor's appointment today and um, my hygienist was saying, uh, so how long have you been doing this podcast? Because of course they're like, what are you going to do today? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm going to record a podcast with my friend Julie. They're like, oh, are you a guest on a podcast? I'm like, no, we're the hosts of the podcast. It's our podcast. And then they asked me what it was about. And I'm pretty open. It depends on who I'm around. But I said it's about sobriety. And it's about our journey as uh, recovered alcoholics in sobriety. Recovered is right. So I like that language. It sparked a lot of interesting discussion after that. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, it. and that was one of the things they said was, how long have you been doing it? And I said, year and a half. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. We've had a, how are your holidays? Mm. My holidays were great. Good. And it was something, you know, oh, when you go to meetings around the holidays. The um, best. It's sometimes like, you know, I, it takes me back to when holidays were shit. They were like, you know, if you haven't, <laughs> I don't know. You know, sometimes when you're in a depression and you don't shower for three days and you know that stank that comes from your butt. Oh, is that from depression? Okay. Okay. It makes me feel better than I'm not just lazy. That's how my holidays used to be. Like butt stank. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they were good. And they weren't like all my dreams came true and holiday magic, movie magic kind of good. They were just good. Stable good. Yeah. It's so underrated. Like, I remember in the height of my addiction, watching um, a commercial where a woman was sitting on a couch reading a book and drinking a cup of tea and thinking, that's all I want. Like, that to me seemed impossible, just doing something normal like that, because that meant no hangover. I was at peace with myself. I could relax. I didn't have to drink. I wasn't looking for, like... Oprah's and you get a car you get a car I was just looking for like normal so to have a normal holiday with like no butt stank like that is incredible (laughs) that was the best way I could come up with to describe yeah I had a lot of butt stank over the the holidays I basically in four weeks was in a merge three times Mm -hmm. saw a doctor three times was on meds like it was just a fucking Mm -hmm. nightmare yeah, Julie sent us the most heartbreaking Marco Polo. I don't know if any of you use the app Marco Polo, but it's like video voicemail messaging. And our little sister group is obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Some more than others. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. My friend, our friend, with the, the most sobriety out of the group, she's like the most obsessed with Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. I get in shit. Do you know that? No. I get text messages. <laughs> you get text messages if you're not Marcoing. Yeah. Where are it. you? The girls are wondering... Yeah. yeah, and everybody knows us. We, you know me, right? So when I go silent, it's usually because there's shit going on in my life. Oh yeah, everybody can tell. <laughs> it's when you're. It's why it's so important to be in our fellowship because we keep an eye on each other and we know when someone is not showing up to meetings, not connecting, not reaching out. Yeah. And for us, it's when one of us falls off of Marco and we don't hear for a while. It's like something's going on. It's like when I was new in recovery and I'd go to a meeting and then I'd disappear for a little while. And then somebody would come up to me and say, like, when you came back and they'd be like, oh, thank God you're back. You know, we were all so worried about you. And I'd get offended. Mm. Like, oh, fuck. So you assume that I went out and drank? Who the fuck are you? Why are you thinking so much about me? Your life's so boring that you have to think about mine? Instant defensive nature. Yeah. And angry and upset. Instead of just going, oh, wow. A total stranger 
cared about me. Yeah. And my well-being. Def- being defensive is a good um, sign that something's up. <laughs> if I'm defensive for any reason, I have to examine why am I getting upset about this? Mm-hmm. Oh, it takes so long to get there though, right? I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Anyways. It was interesting though, talking about that, um, having that discussion with that hygienist about um, the changes that sobriety has given me. And, uh, and she was just asking like, well, how did that work? And how do you know you're an alcoholic? And great discussion. It was really interesting. And I love it because for me, I didn't bring this up because I don't want to freak people out the very first time they are showing interest in our program. Because it became apparent to me that maybe this person was asking these questions for themselves. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I tread very lightly around my higher power, my spirituality, because I know what that did for me. When I first came, someone mentioned the word God. I was like, next, I'm not yeah. talking to you anymore. <laughs> Puff of smoke as you leave the room. <laughs> That's right. Pew! Someone said, oh, you identify as an atheist? Great. <laughs> we can talk. Um, so yeah, yeah, I was dialing it back a little bit, but I wanted to say, you have no idea what's going through my mind right now because A, I wasn't supposed to be here in this appointment today. Oh. We were supposed to be somewhere else. Uh, C, I know how hard it is to get scheduled in uh, at the last minute and I got scheduled in and now we're here and what am I doing right after? I'm podcasting with my friend Julie and so I happen to tell you what I'm doing and then you're all interested in it and then you become really interested when you learn what the topic is Mm. and you start asking me a million questions, which that in itself I think is a miracle and a moment of divine grace. Because it opened up the door for somebody. Seed planted, maybe. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. And that's cool for me. Um, Sarah, God, uh, Oprah, they both say God wink. That's a God wink. God wink. There was a speaker at the meeting um, on Wednesday at our home group that said God shot. Mm. Same thing. Makes me think of cum shot, so I don't think I'm going to use that oh one. Oh my but. God. <laughs> the places we go. That's the only reason there's an explicit warning on this <laughs> Yes. podcast so that we can just say whatever the fuck we want and not worry about it yeah hopefully someone's not listening for the first time with like children age seven eight nine or ten <laughs> whoops sorry we did put an e on it that's right the explicit rating um yeah so holidays for you were very difficult, difficult. what's shocking is that at no point um was my sobriety threatened i mean my mental emotional state was not good throughout but I'm just grateful for a really good foundation, keeping connected with you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm at a point where if I don't have a meeting for a long time, I can find one online. I can ask for one to be brought to my house. Yeah. No problem. Sorry that I yelled that. That's okay. (laughs) Yes. But you didn't, but we were there and waiting. Yeah. 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 I have an ex-sponsor who right now is quite ill. She's got a lot of problems with her legs. Um, and I feel bad that nobody's brought a meeting to her in home because we're so plugged into each other that if we know one of us hasn't had a meeting for two or three weeks because we're sick, one of us reaches out and is like, do you want an in-home meeting? Yeah. Which is so fun. Yeah. They are really the best. And so no one's offered that to this woman or no. you're not sure? Oh, I shouldn't say that. I'm not sure. Mm. But she says she hasn't been to a meeting in quite some time. Aww. So I'm assuming that means none at all. Well, you know what? Um, I learned something from doing a little bit of service, doing the phone lines at the intergroup office, that that's something that you can call the intergroup <gasps> office and no ask for. Way. Yes. And um, they can hunt down people. There are oh, volunteers. Okay, that's amazing. It's a, a 12-step, you know, who will go and, hey, can you go and bring this lady a meeting? She She's housebound. She can't get out of the house. Oh, my God. So, I love it. Yeah. Um, where does this woman live? We could do it. 
we could get together and go and bring her a meeting. We don't have to know her that well. She's not far. She lives at Victoria Park in 401. Yeah. So. I'll put that out there to her. Sometimes get we'll the message. See. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and holidays, so many topics from the holidays, like um, movies. Um, several people were talking about, is is it A Star is Born? They were talking about that. Yeah, uh, there's know? another one right now with Julia Roberts, which oh. apparently is phenomenal, where her son struggles with yeah. addiction. Very accurate portrayal mm-hmm. from the moms that I know that have seen it about what that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there was a lot of discussion of those things. And there's a lot of people who had no place to go. Like, have no home. Mm. Maybe because of their alcoholism. Maybe because they're from the LGBTQ community. Uh, maybe because they've uh, transported themselves from a different country looking for a geographical cure. Mm-hmm. And here they are in a different country, and now they're all alone. And they're struggling with sobriety. And they end up uh, in the rooms of an AA meeting on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And uh, that's their only place to go. Yeah. And we are lucky, because in the city of Toronto, um, there is always a meeting. Tons. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they do that um, 24-hour uh, meeting on um, New Year's, uh, mm-hmm. over Christmas. Dances. And- My sponsor went to like this. I know it sounds, <laughs> I don't even pathetic. I know it sounds pathetic and laughable, but there are here in the city and in the surrounding areas of Toronto, sober New Year's dance parties mm-hmm. where you dress up and you go for dinner and there's a whole evening of dancing. Of course, the LGBTQ ones are are the best yes i'm sorry nothing can compare i saw you at one one year remember that no was you were new to saint clements i did yeah oh yeah i don't i think tony got you to go tony probably yeah 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 and i don't i'm not a big dancer uh because i I am because i don't drink when i was (laughs) when i was a big drinker i would dance because i didn't fucking care and probably I thought I was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized I was not an awesome dancer. You know what? Fred Astaire, I ain't. When I see someone <laughs> dancing terribly and they are into it, to me, there's nothing more joyful. Mm-hmm. Like, just rip it up. Yeah. Who cares? What just, was- I was actually, I'm thinking as well, I was watching Conan's, uh, Conan United Nations or whatever it's called on Netflix last night, and mm-hmm. he's a goofy dancer yeah but he's just so funny that it doesn't even matter napoli ever after i watched this movie on netflix and it was really great it was a lot of fun and there's this one scene where she comes home and she's uh like you know she's really discovering who she is not the scene that she comes home from when she's drunk the other one (laughs) when she's sober and she's just quit her job because she's decided this is not who she wants to be anymore at this advertising agency and she comes home and she turns up this bassy song and she is just ripping it and cutting loose and you know shaking everything she's got it was amazing and I, I think I've only danced like that once in my life where I, and it was at that, it was at that pride, um, New Year's Eve dance. Cause I was just like, I am, I think it was like, I am a beacon to those who are new. Cause there were so many people sitting, mm. not doing anything. And I thought, oh my God, that's how I feel. So I'm going to get up and I'm going to just fucking dance. Like, I don't care I that people it. are watching. And I had, I had a really good time. I was kicking my legs up. It was crazy. It was silly dancing. Well, it's but we so had fun. countercultural, right? Like, if you're not skinny, you can't wear short shorts. If you're not a good dancer, you shouldn't dance. Mm-hmm. If you don't have big lips, you shouldn't wear red lipstick. Yeah. It's like all of these ridiculous, like, be joyful. Live your life. Who cares what people think? Yeah. Who cares? 
You want to know who's really who was really good at that? Frida Frida Kahlo. I have to watch that movie oh, again. She's one of my favorites. That's one of my favorite movies. She's yeah. one of my favorite artists. When her exhibit and her husband's exhibit came here, Diego, mm-hmm. I went like three times at the Art Gallery of Ontario. Yeah, I have her books of art. Like I just love her. She did not care. No, that she had a mustache or a unibrow or a unibrow, <laughs> right? Did and, not care. Nope. And she thought she was sexy, let's all and put so a li- she let's was Let's all sexy. be a little bit more Frida. Yeah, that's Frida. right. Frida. Frida. All right. Do we okay. have time for a topic? Topic jar. Okay. Today's topic is... Oh, Lisa loves this one. <laughs> oh, she, I'm going to see her rejoice. Paid sober coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, that's a long one, though. Is it? <laughs> no. Okay. Let's just see what comes to mind. Paid sober coaches. Now, I know this. Be It was the first time I heard it was in the Lindsay Lohan documentary. Mm-hmm. And she traveled with her sober coach. So why do you have such a violent reaction to that? Rob Ford had a sober coach. That didn't work very well. That should say it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also seen, uh, I won't name names, but I've seen a very popular sober coach in the city of Toronto drink near beer. No, we have sober coaches? Oh, that's a stupid oh, yeah. question. But oh, well, we Rob Ford had here? a sober coach. <laughs> and to me, I just thought, wow, here you are teaching people how to be sober. And yet you need to have some sort of semblance of your old life. You need to have that near beer. And we've talked about um, non-alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, are for non-alcoholics. Mm-hmm. That was a good saying. That was yours, wasn't it? Non-alcoholic. No, it was um, my bestie's old sponsor. Oh, okay. That's a great one. Good yeah. saying. I love uh, telling people too, nothing that usually comes out of my mouth is actually coming out of my mouth. It's probably something I heard at a meeting yeah. from my sponsor or God-driven. So I can't take credit for any of that. So I'm just lucky. So yeah, sober coaches. I don't know. Why would you pay? You get to go to AA for free. You want to pay somebody? Go to an AA meeting, drop five bucks in a basket. There. You've just helped pay the rent and you've helped buy coffee. There. That's how you can pay a sober coach. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think of So why would it be different than like a personal trainer or a dietitian or a psychologist? Okay. All right. Challenging me. You're taking the other point of view, the counter point of view. Because I'm not sure how I feel about it. That's why I ask these questions. It'll help me make my decision. So why is it different? That's a good question, actually. Um, do you know anyone uh, that goes to the gym and teaches you uh, a program for free? Is there is there an option out there? Like a, a coach, an athletic coach or a personal for trainer free? that does it for free? No. What was the other thing you said? Like a dietitian. Okay. So are there free dietitians out there? Maybe no. at the hospital. I don't know. No, they probably charge. Or you might only get to see them once if you go to the hospital. That's yeah. OHIP. Yeah. Um, so that's my answer. <laughs> what? AA is free and yeah. AA is out there. But for a dietitian, there's no such thing as a free dietitian. There's no such thing as a free trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we have this thing that's free. People are giving it away for free. Mm-hmm. And they're actually living the life. So is it the fact that somebody is charging for an act of service they should be giving away? Is that part of the reason that you don't like it? Um, yeah, well, like it's like this podcast, right? We decided not to monetize this podcast. Mm-hmm. We decide because it's something that we should be giving away for free. The message mm-hmm. is something we should be giving away for free. 
and uh, we talked about monetizing it just to pay for the web page. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard another um, sober podcast called Sobercast where they just broadcast uh, speakers, speaker meetings on tape. It's amazing. I oh, love cool. it. And what they say at the beginning is they have a, a donation page, drop a dollar in the basket to help them pay for their page. That might be different, but they also don't do any um, sponsorship. They don't mm-hmm. do any advertisements on their page and we don't do any advertisements because we want this to be a free gift from us to people listening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just the AA way for me is about you pass it on freely. You give freely to someone else what was freely given to you. I mm-hmm. think of all the time that Luke gave me um, when he was there for me, uh, when nobody else was, and when I desperately needed him. And, uh, and so I've tried to model my program after that as well. Um, and there are some people, so why should somebody who can spend $10,000 a month, and yes, some charge that, on a sober coach, mm-hmm. um, be allowed a chance at sobriety, but maybe somebody who can't, who can't afford that. Mm. So what, those people get to come to AA and the rich people get a sober coach? I think it doesn't make sense to have a sober coach because that's what a sponsor is, that, right? Yeah, that's it. Like 24-7, well, most of the time. I think maybe for people that are used to purchasing support, mm. that might be a comfort to them. Like say you're a Lindsay Lohan and yeah. you travel the world and you just want your one safe person who is your paid sponsor, basically. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing that's going to happen, I think, with that relationship. What do people like that, very wealthy, rich people, they're used to getting their way. Well, celebrities to, are surrounded by yes people. Yeah, used to getting the what they want. Yeah. So, oh, I disagree with you and I'm paying you. So guess what? You're wrong. Mm. Um, that's not how it works in my sponsorship, <laughs> in my program. Yeah. You know, so it's like, uh, do what I suggest or don't. But this is what I did. Yeah. I'm not going to bend over backwards to try to help you get sober to convince you of why you should get sober. You either want to or you don't. This is a program for people who want it, not for people who need it. There are lots of people who need it, but if they don't want it, they're not going to get it. Yeah. Um, oh my God, my dog is loving you today. Yeah, he's <laughs> like trying to make out with me <laughs> as I'm speaking. I'm like, I don't really en- know what to do here. He can't get enough of you. It's I hope he's sort of like that character in the Green Mile that can tell that I- I'm sick. So he just wants to suck it out of my face and like let it out into the atmosphere. Yeah, he's like, look at him. He's sitting right next to you like a little person. <laughs> we should take a picture for the Facebook. We'll put a sign around his neck that says paid sober coach. <laughs> He's your sober coach. I just don't see what a sober coach could give you that a sponsor can, can't. can Yeah, I totally agree with Other that part. Other than that they might be at your, like a paid sober coach might be at your beck and call. Um, but, but I want somebody. a sponsor already is. Yeah. Like, I'm, I mean, my sponsor's not at my beck and call, but she's there all yeah. the time. If a sponsee called me with an, like if I have somebody who's new and they call, and I say, uh, they're going away to a wedding and they say, I'm going away to a wedding this weekend. Can I call you if if I need to? I'll leave my phone on that night, knowing that they might need me in a moment of crisis. I'd rather them pick up the phone and I'd rather lose a little bit of sleep mm-hmm. than have them drink mm-hmm. and regret it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not going to happen all the time. Those are those rare moments. Um, but yeah, I like to think I'm there for my sponsee whenever I can be. Even yeah. Sarah says, Lisa had to tell me to get other phone numbers so she could go on her honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And even then, I still talk to her. <laughs> and if we have offended any paid sober coaches, you know what? <laughs> Everyone has their opinions. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right. Uh, we're sorry. Everyone has. Everyone has their opinions. opinions. It's okay to have different opinions. 
This is just mine. It's just our opinions. That's the way it is. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. Yeah. But it, I can remind everyone and myself, it's okay to be offended. The world's not going to come crashing down. No. And you can email us if you want. And, and maybe you want to tell us why you think sober coaches are better. That would be amazing. The number two. If there's two. a sober coach listening and you're like, I actually had some valid points as to why this is a good thing. Yeah. Tell us. Here's your chance. Yes. We promise we will read it on the air. Yeah. The number two, soberchicks at gmail.com. That's our email address. You can also find us on Facebook at Two Sober Chicks. And Julie has the most amazing Instagram page, Two Sober Chicks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Facebook, yep. Two Sober Chicks. Twitter, Two Sober, two sober chicks. chicks. I just use Two Sober Chicks on Twitter to just promote, hey, we've done a new podcast. So I'm not really the best Twitter person, but it's there. That's how you can find us. All right. Yeah. That's Our it. first podcast of 2019 has come to a close. It was a very long one, but uh, we're glad you stuck with us till the end. And yes. we hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining us on Two Sober Chicks. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. Take care. Bye. Thank you.